Well, every year we try to take a Sunday evening and focus a little bit on the life of the church. This year, uh, with all that's happened with COVID over the year, uh, we decided to just make a day of it. And so this morning we spoke uh, from Matthew chapter 16 on Jesus Christ introducing some amazing teachings about the value of church. And, uh, and we looked at that under the title, I Love Church. Uh, you see on the screen, Vision, I, I love my church. And I do love my church, the church that I'm a part of. Uh, and that's great. Every member of a church ought to love their church. Uh, but this morning, we didn't focus so much on I love my church as much as we did on I love church. And uh, churches that have stood for truth, churches that Jesus Christ would call his own. And we looked at the reason why churches have such value not only to us personally, to our families, but value to America, a value that America is totally ignorant of or mostly ignorant of. And yet churches have great value that's, that, that is uh, significant. And we looked at that from, from Matthew chapter 16 uh, this morning. This evening, uh, as we do every year, we try to take one Sunday night just to kind of Talk about what's happening this year and what's going to be going on here at Community Baptist Church. And so Pastor Ryan and I want to share some things with you. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 of Jesus Christ, the Bible says Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. What a statement. Jesus Christ said, I love church. I love church so much that I gave my life in order for church to become a reality, for there to be clusters of, of God's people all over the world. And he gave his life, his very life's blood, in order for that to come into being. And, and he indicated that he had a desire for those churches, that those bodies of believers, those individuals who make up those churches, that they might be sanctified and cleansed by the washing of water by the Word. The Word of God is such a central focus on the life of church. I don't know uh, whether you've ever studied architecture or the changes in architecture over the history of Christianity, but there's a reason why the pulpit is in the dead center of every church that is focused on following Jesus Christ. Because the pulpit is the place from which the Word of God is taught and preached. And Jesus Christ said that His desire for every church is that that church might be sanctified. A fancy word for being made holy. That it would be cleansed by the washing of water by the Word. The Bible uh, illustrates the, the Word of God as if it was water, a bucket of water. That would wash over you every time it's taught or preached or every time you read it at home. That the word of God would wash you and make you holy and clean. Because Jesus Christ has a desire that every one of his churches would be made up of people who are, as he said, glorious. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but holy and without blemish. That's Jesus' love and desire for his church. And, and uh, as a church... Uh, and as individual members of the church, our desire is that Community Baptist Church might be a place where people can grow into what Jesus Christ laid out was his desire 
and plan for each one of his churches. And so we want to share with you what's happening, what's what we have envisioned before us. Uh, and that opening screen reminds us that the church isn't the building. The church is the assembly of people that meet in the building. And we're talking about the life of the people of Community Baptist Church. Well, God has given us this year in the last in 2020, we're, we're going into the first year that we have had uh, such an array of, uh, of godly families who have been ordained to offices in the church. And uh, and here's a picture of them. And uh, we are so grateful that God brought uh, uh, Pastor uh, Ryan and uh, Chris Colmas and their daughter Leah to serve with us this year. This is our first year going into a full year with uh, with the Colmas family with us. The church also uh, we've had the uh, John Colin Tony uh, as a deacon, but the church added uh, the Grants and the Velavellis and the Simpsons and the Vickers all serving as. Uh, deacons here at Community Baptist Church, they and their families, uh, fulfilling extremely important uh, functions and, uh, and accomplishing certain works in the church that are uh, vital for the uh, health of the church and the church to be able to roll forward and move forward. And so I wanted to put them up as a reminder at the very outset that we need to pray for those that God has given us to lead in various areas of, of function and ministry and uh, thank God for those that he has brought uh, to Community Baptist Church and are serving uh, in, in some of those things. Now, of course, the, the church exists. The passage I just read focused on how the church, how Jesus has a goal for the church to become holy. That's an internal thing. That's we who are a part of the church. But the church's purpose is not internal. The purpose of the church goes far beyond the internal. Pastor Ryan is going to share some of that with you this morning, this evening. We're going to talk. You can go to the next slide, guys. Community cares is uh, is really the overreaching uh, or overarching uh, name that we're that we're uh, giving to our outreach uh, ministry, and uh, we're excited to ha- have. Uh, our outreach for 2021, excited to be able to um, share Jesus with our community uh, and get to know uh, the people in our community. I wanted to share one thing with you uh, in the beginning here. Um, the statement is this. It's not my statement. I forget who it came from, but it says this. It says, outreach is a matter of us as the church bringing the word of God and the souls of men together. Mm. I thought that was that was poignant. That was impactful in, in my life. Just to, to just to dwell on that that thought. Um, but uh, we're excited about outreach in 2021 at Community Baptist. Um, do y'all get a? Do you like presents? Did you get your little present tonight? If you didn't, we, we've got some more. Uh, it was it was the uh, the little pa- the paper there wrapped with the band. It's a band. It's not a bracelet. It's a band. Because <laughs> guys can wear a band, but guys cannot wear a bracelet. <laughs> But you got, did you get that? That was wonderful. Okay, right. we'll talk about that, and, right. and you can look at that as we go through. But we're excited about it. Uh, Community Cares will be focusing on two major areas this, this year. Outreach, which is the in, intervention of the unbeliever toward Christ, and then inreach. Okay, we, talk, we hear the word outreach a whole lot, but we, never, we don't really think about that word inreach. Inreach is the intervention of the believer back to Christ. 
Uh, the Bible says the fruit of the righteous is a tree, is the tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise in Proverbs 11.30. Souls are important to God and therefore important to us. In 2021, we want to build on and strengthen on our current outreach plan, our focus on modeling, teaching, and encouraging, witnessing to motivate members uh, by the work that God is doing through his people. Um, the Bible says also, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith in Galatians 6.10. It's important to love and care for each, each other as a church family. Uh, so this year we will continue to build and strengthen our current in-reach plan, uh, focusing on discipling new Christians, uh, caring for the sick, revitalizing uh, our resources for spiritual growth, uh, creating a system to identify those in need, uh, and supporting and training leaders in ways to put action to, to the needs. Um, I'll say this in my notes, but I, I'll say this. What what my job is, is to help you to do ministry easier. Uh, I want to I think of as many ways, because that's, that's what I do on a, on a daily basis and, and what I do on a weekly basis. I'm working on trying to make uh, Community Baptist Church more impactful in, in South Riding and in our, in our surrounding areas. And, and so to do that, I want to help you to do that better in your own life, okay? Um, but it's been a joy to get to know uh, Troy and Kathy Marvin. And, uh, and they have been the, uh, the front of this and, and been going out. Uh, the Marvins have been excellent leaders in 2020 and, and continue to do so in 2021. We've had several conversations over the last several months, some short conversations, some very, very long conversations. <laughs> um, the longer conversations had food, so that was okay. <laughs> Uh, but we have some goals that we have set, and, and uh, we've talked through this, uh, the Marvins and, and myself and my wife and uh, pastor, and, and, uh, and, and so we have some of these goals uh, that we've set in the area of outreach, and they are this, Saturday at 9.30 a.m., we are fired up, we are ready to go, um, it's not, not a day, well, I get to sleep in a little bit, but, but not much, uh, so it's not, but we're, but we're continuing that 9.30 outreach on Saturdays. Our goal this year is that we want to knock 15,000 doors. Troy said that he would knock 10,000 10, of them, uh, so 5,000 for the rest of us, we can do that. Uh, but 15,000 doors in 2021, uh, there's a focus on promoting our church events to the community and a more organized effort through our Saturday meetings. Uh, we'll offer an eight-week training course this year to better equip each other uh, with tactic, tactics to share the gospel. We'll provide updated uh, and, and modern materials available uh, as the soul, for you as the soul owner, and, and including but not limited to tr new, new tracks, with which we've worked on, uh, church event door hangers for special events through the year. Uh, uh, there's, there'll, there'll be a time where I'll share with you a, more about a, a, an app called the Commission app, which is just a very simple app that you can get on, the, on your phone, which gives you direct plan of salvation, super easy to go through, uh, wonderfully laid out pictures and illustrations, uh, and it's just simple uh, gospel right, right from beginning to end there. And it's just a tool for you to help you share the gospel. Uh, there's another app. It's SWAPP. It's the soul winning app. It's called Swap. Uh, and it's an app for, for mapping door knocking, which we've started using uh, a little bit. And we'd like to continue to broaden that and help people with that. Um, uh, we'll be working on an updated website, which, yes, is part of our outreach. Uh, we want to be able to share our website with our community and, and show what our ministry is and, and you know, how much we love Jesus and, and uh, so be able to share that. Uh, and then the last thing I wrote down was, was NFC technology. Y'all know NFC technology? 
Jeff and I have been talking about this for a long time and I've been going back and forth with this. This is something that would be on an individual basis if you're interested in doing something like this. I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, using this technology and it's very simple and, and, it, and it's simple but I'm not going to go into explaining the whole thing right now. <laughs> but I have a little tag on the back of my phone. It's a, it's a physical uh, circle that, it, that it's like a sticker. And I've taken this and I put it on my phone and I'm sharing the gospel with this thing like crazy because... You, you just bring this up to somebody else's phone. You don't even need to touch the phone. You share it. You, you get close to their phone. A link pops up on their phone with whatever you want it to be. But I've attached it to the gospel. I've attached it to our, our church website. Uh, and so it's been a wonderful way for me to be able to, to easily share Jesus. And, hey, I forgot a track, but guess what? I still have it right there on my phone. It's always available uh, and always uh, uh, ready to go. Not expensive. Um, and, and so it's, it's been a great, a great, uh, great thing for me to use. And if you'd be interested in that, I can help you get started with that as well. And then the wristbands. You all got one of those wristbands. Again, they are wristbands. Not, I mean, the ladies can call it a bracelet if they want to, but it is a wristband. And I wanted to just go through very quickly with you the different things on, on these wristbands and, and help you to understand what they're for, what, what they are, uh, what these silly symbols are. Not, some of them are not silly, but, uh, uh, you know, we, so we have the heart, right? Uh, and, and so, Really, this wristband is, again, another tool for you. I've got it on, on my wrist, uh, and it's another tool for you to help you to remember and, and another tool for you to just prompt you when you are, are around people that, that you know need Jesus. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it's a conversation starter as well where somebody sees the wristband and they see the symbols there, and they're, they're wondering what that is, and so they ask you about it. The heart. Hey, God loves every human being. God totally loves you. His love is boundless and unconditional. The love of God has shown itself through Jesus Christ. Uh, this, this, uh, the, the, our loving God can be experienced. He's real. He wants nothing more to, uh, than for you to experience his love personally. And so you can talk about God's love. And you can give verses like 1 John 4, 16, 1 John 4, 19, uh, John 3, 16. And we can go through some of those verses. And they'll prompt you to, to think about these things. The next symbol is probably maybe the one that's a little fuzzy, but it's very clear once you once once I say it. Okay, it's a division symbol. The, the dot on the on the top side of the of the division, division symbol is God, and we are on the bottom side, and our sin separates us from God. I'm separated from God because I've decided to I've, I've decided to go my own way. That's the idea. Unfortunately, we do not experience God's love because we ignore Him. We search everywhere for meaning and for fulfillment, but not with God. Going our own way and, and the selfish actions that result from it are what the Bible calls sin. And so we can give verses like Romans 3:23, Isaiah 59:2. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid. Uh, his face from you and then we have the third symbol the cross and that I think is very uh, explanatory there God provided a solution the cross it stands for Jesus dying on uh, dying for us and for me uh, this this is his solution this is the, the solution for this gap that is between me and God he died on the cross but was re- resurrected three days later he's prepared a place in heaven for me again we can use John three sixteen. we can use First Peter 3.18, which says, For Christ hath also once suffered for sins, the just uh, uh, for, for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. And so we, we have some of these verses. And then that last symbol, the question mark, God has already done everything to show us how much he loves us. Through Jesus Christ, he offers us fulfillment and eternal life. We can talk to God directly. We call it prayer to ask forgiveness for living our lives without him. We can choose to live with God by trusting Jesus Christ. And so they have a decision to make. And, and again, it's just a, a prompting 
that, that can help you as you're talking to somebody about Jesus Christ. And so you can take and go through these different just simple symbols uh, on, the, on the wristband there and, and share verses. Uh, you know, John, first, uh, I'm sorry, John 1.12, Yet all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Romans 10.9 and 10, uh, we can use that as well. And so we see these different things. Uh, quickly, uh, in reach. A focus on discipleship. Pastor will talk about that in a, in a minute. I think uh, we offer offer training for anyone anyone who who wants to learn how to disciple uh, spiritually young Christians. Uh, training and support for BSF teachers. This is a good one. Listen, the Bible study fellowship teachers at Community Baptist are the heartbeat of consistent in reach care. In reach care. This year we'll be offering training and support to encourage their labor for the Lord. BSF teachers, we will have a meeting coming up uh, where I'll share with you some specific goals and ways that we can support you uh, as our BSF teachers this year. Um, and then the last thing that we had here is, the, is, is a launch of a ladies' care team. Specific to the ladies of Community Baptist Church, this group would include those that are interested uh, in being the hands and feet uh, of Jesus with our church members and attenders. It'll be a resource for women to lift up, encourage, provide meals for, and pray for those in need within our church. I, I went as quick as I could. I'm so sorry. But there's there's a lot that we want to do this year, uh, outreach and inreach. And uh, I think it's important for, for our church to be praying to this end. And I'm excited about it, really excited about it. I hope you're able to use this band. If you want to talk to me about some of these other uh, other ideas, we can talk uh, afterward. And, uh, and we'll have some other things coming up for you and other, other information coming out soon. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Ryan. Uh, that is the heartbeat of why Jesus Christ left us on earth, and that is to reach a world that is uh, greatly in need of Jesus Christ and a personal relationship with him. You know, the Great Commission starts at that point, doesn't it? Go into all the world, make disciples of all men. And uh, that's the focus of the church, to reach people with the gospel. But there's another side to the Great Commission. And then Jesus Christ said uh, that once you baptize those who have become uh, saved, who have come to Jesus Christ for salvation, then he said to the church, you need to teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And so much goes into the teaching ministry of the church. Something that uh, I have been waiting for personally for over a year is the new uh, discipleship, personal discipleship and mentoring program that was written by my brother and uh, uh, he has worked on the discipleship ministry for 20 years at Valley Forge Baptist Temple. He uh, inaugurated, he in, um, launched that ministry 20 years ago and has constantly been working with the mentors at F, uh, uh, Valley Forge to be able to teach and to train. They have been for the last year and a half. My brother has been rewriting the material and uh, I have been waiting and waiting and waiting. I finally just uh, received the copy of the full program just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you see this, uh, the picture of the, the uh, screen, Sequoia, uh, Personal Discipleship and Mentoring. I'm going to put the program out on the uh, table in the fellowship hall in case you want to, to just thumb through it and, and look at some of the material. What it is, it is a program that enables people, provides them resources uh, to be able to become a mentor to somebody. Uh, Jesus Christ spent three and a half years with the disciples. And after three and a half years, he launched them on a ministry to reach every human being alive on the planet Earth. The key was that he spent that time with them. Spending time with a singular individual to be able to pass your faith to them 
is called mentoring. It's called passing what you know and what you've learned by experience to them. And so we have the program that has uh, 26 lessons. It follows the alphabet. A is assurance of salvation. B is baptism. C is church. D is daily walk. E is eternal, uh, eternal word of God. And then it just goes through. It's almost like a beginner's level systematic theology program. But it's not nearly as sophisticated as the word theology. It's just getting the truths of God into life and understanding what the Bible teaches and how to live that out. You know, the best way to find out how to live out the truth of God is to get close to someone who's living it and ask them how they're living it. And that's called mentoring. And so uh, we have the, uh, the new material that has just become available to us. And uh, Pastor Ryan and I are going to be brainstorming more and more about how to encourage and train and get people involved in mentoring. And, uh, and then to see what God does through the mentoring program of uh, passing our faith one to another. It's the kind of program that I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've started reading through it, going through it now. And uh, that, that I've just received the material, I'm enjoying going through it. Uh, it's the kind of refresher course that's good for every Christian to go through and uh, become better equipped at being able to mentor others. So our discipleship and mentoring ministry is something that begins when someone gets saved and baptized. But it's a great refresher course for everyone as well. Now, one of the heartbeats of, uh, in fact, if it, not the heartbeat of Community Baptist Church, has always been our heart for missions. Uh, missions is the focus of the Great Commission of reaching people with the gospel, baptizing them, and teaching them all things whatsoever Christ has commanded us. That The focus of that is the world, not just where we are. And so the ministry of missions has always been such a part of Community Baptist Church. This year, uh, we have, as we typically have two major uh, uh, time frames in which we will have missionaries come in. We'll have some others come in during the year, but two major time frames. The first one's coming up in just a few weeks, March 13th to 16th. We have our uh, missions revival coming up. And our theme for our missions, uh, our life of missions this year is kind of a, a composite of something that has been very much in the political world, blended with our Vacation Bible School curriculum for this summer, which uses the same title and the same name. It's all about what is a race. Racism is much in the political news. Races, racial riots, uh, racial inequities, racial division. And yet when we go back to the Word of God, the Bible teaches us that God created one universe... He created one universe or one race of human beings, and he provided them one savior, and his name is Jesus. Jesus created one universe, one race of people, and provides one way for them to go to heaven through himself, Jesus Christ. And so that focus will be in our missions theme throughout the year, as well as in our vacation Bible school this summer, as we focus on Jesus Christ being the singular answer to the needs of the world. And, you know, racial problems disappear when one adopts a biblical worldview that there is only one race of human beings. We're all related biologically. 
We are one race, one family with one common ancestor. And, well, two common ancestors, I guess. And, uh, and uh, so that's, that's kind of going to be our focus this year. Now, here's our missions. Missionaries are going to be with us. Um, the first box, the one on the left-hand side, represents the missionaries that are going to be coming and being with us in March. And um, we're going to be having the Edmondson family. Well, actually, uh, I believe the family's not going to be able to be here, but the husband's going to be our key preacher. I've known Bradley Edmondson for a number of years. He used to uh, work on staff with my, uh, with my brother-in-law in Ohio. And uh, he... Uh, Launched and he runs and has for years now medical missions in which he takes doctors and nurses, uh, surgeons even, and they go to various parts of the world where independent Baptist missionaries are trying to reach a community, a city with the gospel of Jesus Christ. They go in and they perform all kinds of medical procedures. They provide medicines. They do dental work. Uh, they do surgical work. Uh, they do a, just a, an array of medical. These are doctors and nurses from America that have given up their vacation or time uh, to be able to become a part of a medical team that will go for a week. Uh, our missionary, uh, uh, Matt Goins, one of our charter members that went down to Honduras, they have built a medical center. And Bradley Edmondson has taken groups there over the years. And what they do in providing for the physical needs of the people, they build a relationship between the missionary and the church he pastors and the people who live in the community. And it has been a life-changing, a ministry-changing uh, uh, opportunity to be able to gain uh, respect from the community, sometimes from the mayor, sometimes from the leaders in the community, and opens up so many doors to witness and present the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's going to be our keynote preacher that will be preaching at our uh, missions revival. The Merlo family will be with us. We have partnered with them uh, for a number of years. They're down in Argentina. Uh, I have just recently met the Downs family. Uh, and uh, this family uh, served God in Ethiopia for a number of years and uh, are getting ready to launch a church in Washington, D.C. or the Washington, D.C. area. Their burden is to reach Ethiopians that live here in northern Virginia, uh, but their effort is going to be to reach the entire community. But they're going to focus on Ethiopians because that's their ethnic background where they have the the most uh, the greatest opportunity to influence and relate to them. They're going to be with us. And then the Miller family that are going to Peru as missionaries. These four missionary families will be with us for uh, Saturday through Tuesday here in just a few weeks. In the fall, we have our mid-year missions revival in the fall of the year. We have the Ewing family who are going to Indonesia. We have the Carrier family going to Chile. And then we have the Allen family who are already in New Guinea. Uh, so in the spring, we've got two new families that we have not partnered with before. In the fall, we have two new families that we have not partnered with before. We'll have the opportunity to get to know these families. And this uh, next uh, slide just shows where in the world these are, uh, in uh, North America, South America, and then in Asia. And uh, so this is uh, the focus that we're going to have on adding new missionaries to our, to our uh, missions family here at Community Baptist Church. Another part of building relationships and, and just caring about people uh, that, uh, that we'll hear more about from Bradley Edmondson and how God has used that to transform lives around the world and open up people's hearts 
to be receptive to the gospel is being compassionate toward people in their physical needs. Our main focus as a church family is not to take care of people's physical needs. We're interested in their eternal needs. And yet the physical need is a stepping stone to meeting the uh, the spiritual need. And Rod uh, and, and Beverly Woodruff have kind of spearheaded our effort cooperating with the Dulles South Food Pantry and clothing drives to be able to um, give us an outreach, an opportunity to care for those in our area here in northern Virginia who uh, are without physical, uh, without the ability to provide for some physical needs that they have. And so we're going to continue that through the year. Now, let's talk just for a couple of minutes about the children's ministry. The children's ministry is led, as you know, by the Walls family. And uh, Warren and Heidi Walls have just done a phenomenal job in, uh, in organizing our children's ministry. And our children's ministry has three big parts to it. Uh, we've got on Sunday morning, we've got our Sunday school and then our children's church. And then now uh, launching tonight, our, our evening children's program. Uh, that uh, that is happening right now. The Sunday school is a through the Bible program. This is the the literacy, the backbone of biblical literacy. This is where teachers uh, work with children uh, in in different age groups to be able to teach them systematically through the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, over and over again as they go through their various years growing up at Community Baptist Church. Now, this is not their main source of learning the Bible. Their main source of learning the Bible is dad and mom at home. Uh, the Sunday school supplements what dad and mom do at home to be able to teach boys and girls the Word of God so that they can learn and understand and know God. Of course, the children's church program provides some ministry to our children during our morning church service. And then, uh, as you know, we've launched the evening program this evening. One of the big annual events that our Children's ministry uh, is responsible for our uh, vacation Bible school. We were not able to have that last summer because of COVID. We're anticipating we'll be able to run a full vacation Bible program this summer, a vacation Bible school. And uh, the incredible race, one family, one race, one savior. And uh, we'll be running that in mid-July. And uh, that'll be a major summer outreach to our uh, children here in northern Virginia. And then... Once children grow up, they become teenagers. Pastor Ryan. Okay. We're going to Whitetail on Friday. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're exci- I'm excited about it, going tubing and, and getting out there, and it'll be a good time. Uh, the teen ministry of Community Baptist Church is focused on reaching teenagers for Christ, discipling them, discipling them in Bible truth, equipping them and encouraging them and helping them to establish a biblical foundation for a desire to reach souls. Uh, I met with Nick and Hannah, uh, Colin Tony, just a, a week, couple of weeks ago, uh, who have done a fantastic job again uh, through 2020 and in the past and continue to do so in 2021. Uh, and, and we all agree that we love teenagers here at Community Baptist Church. Uh, your teenagers are, are a group of awesome people that love Jesus, and it's, and it's really just a delight to be around them. Uh, we have some goals for, for teens in 2021. Uh, our goals for CBC Teen Ministry will include strengthen the current enrollment, 
build a foundation of new teens, continue a solid Bible-centered teaching plan, encourage the one-on-one discipleship program, create a mentored-based soul-winning program, uh, create a balanced activity schedule. Uh, and and uh, I wrote in, in the little margin there, I said at least two activities per month uh, during the school year and one activity per week over the summer. Uh, the, the activity schedule is ramped up. So we have some big goals for activities uh, uh, this year, 2021, uh, and I believe many of them, if, if not all of them, uh, Miss, Mrs. Fisher has helped us out and, and gotten all of those, I think, or just about all of those onto the calendar. Uh, so you can go to uh, the, the website there and you can look at the calendar and, and find those, those activities there, uh, which is exciting. I'm excited about those activities. Uh, encouraging teens to t- spend time with and to glean wisdom from their families. Host quarterly, quarterly meeting with teens and parents, uh, which, by the way, there will be uh, an announcement of, of, a, of a meeting coming soon for teen parents and, and the teens, and we'll be talking about uh, some more in-depth type things for 2021. I'm excited about that, uh, that meeting. Um, and then uh, pr- lastly, present a new uh, student ministry track. We, we came out with with uh, these guys in, uh, this, this uh, last year recently, and we want to do that for a teen-specific uh, ministry tract as well. I will say that uh, I sat down with the teenagers a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> I forget if it was a Wednesday night or if it was a Sunday morning, but I sat down with the teens a few weeks ago, and I let them in on a secret. I think You guys already know what the secret is. Parents, parents do, but I let the teens in on a secret, and I said the activities that we have for teenagers at Community Baptist, those activities are not just for fun. <gasps> They're not just for fun. That's what, we're, that's what we're doing. We're having fun. And they are. They are amazingly fun. And, I, I, I mean, we haven't done them yet, but I know they will be. Uh, Friday is going to be awesome. Uh, but they are not just for fun. The reason that we're doing these things is to promote relationships and to promote uh, Christian relationships and, and and drawing closer to the Lord Jesus Christ and having opportunities for myself and other leaders and, and adults in our church here to interact with our teenagers and, and to be an influence in their lives. And, and so that's really our goal for teens is we want them to be closer to God. We want teenagers to be saved and, and to be separated uh, from the world and, and to be living a godly life and to have a, a mindset for souls. Uh, and so we have these ideas and, and, and we give them this, this beautiful array of all these wonderful activities. And again, they're going to be awesome. And for, you know, for wherever your teenager is, you know, tubing is awesome for, for everything. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, we want our teenagers at Community Baptist to be continually growing toward the Lord. Uh, and so that's our team ministry for 2021. The teens are really a part of another ministry, and that is our Bible Study Fellowship. They're the intro into the Bible Study Fellowship, and we are so uh, blessed by having uh, six active classes. They will continue to be active classes in 2021. We thank the Lord for them. This is really the backbone of so much of what happens in the life of Community Baptist. But something new that uh, we have been exploring is our community groups, and uh, we we have been... um, we have, uh, we have looked at the possibility of expanding uh, our, instead of having our Wednesday night service throughout the entire year as prayer meetings here at the church building, of, uh, at different segments of time during the year, to be able to, um, to have uh, smaller groups of the church family in different homes. 
and we're going to call them community groups, and uh, they will be arrayed around the area uh, so that that rather than everyone driving from wherever they live to this location, there will be places that are closer to home uh, for a time of prayer and Bible study on Wednesday night. We're going to call them community groups. We are ready to start organizing them and planning them. Uh, what we're going to start doing is we're going to ask the church family uh, to sign up uh, if they are interested in being made a part of one of the community groups. And so over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be asking the church family uh, to consider being a part of a six-week uh, small group uh, in, a, in somebody's home. And we're going to study through a uh, program that Pastor Ryan has located. It's based on the book of Ecclesiastes, one of the most uh, un, uh, unstudied books of the Bible. And it's all about life. And how to live life. And uh, so we're going to be having six lessons from the book of Ecclesiastes. And it'll be a part of a, uh, a Bible study and prayer time in various homes. So be ready to uh, start signing up this next Sunday. Uh, and then as we collect the families that are interested in being part of a, a community group, then we'll start organizing that. And, uh, and then that will be kicked off here soon. Uh, one other thing that we had done the last few years uh, until COVID, and that is our scripture assembly. Uh, in April, we've got Beacon of Truth coming back in, and they're going to be with us for a uh, Sunday through Wednesday, and we're going to be assembling about 5,000 scripture portions that will be shipped free of charge to missionaries uh, in other parts of the world. So that's going to happen again this year in, um, in April. And then, as I said earlier, one of the things I'm really excited for is to see the the music ministry uh, come back in full swing. And so, Pastor Ryan, wrap us up with that. Excited about music. I've always been excited about music. I started playing trumpet when I was in fourth grade, not because I was excited about music, but because I thought there must be something in this world that I can do better than my brother. And so I started playing. He was in sixth grade, and I was I started in fourth, and I don't know that I ever actually did become better than my brother, but uh, I, I have enjoyed it ever since. Um, the music ministry at Community Baptist Church primarily exists to worship and glorify God. So when we start having rehearsals, we'll, we'll be rehearsing, but, but we'll be worshiping and glorifying God. I have had some, uh, some of the, the best times in music ministry in a rehearsal. Right? I don't know if anybody else has been involved in music or choirs and things like that. It's fun to rehearse. It's fun to get together and be around each other and, and, and learn together. Uh, but uh, the secondary intentions of this ministry are to encourage and edify the congregation, prepare hearts for the preaching, and bring others closer to him. I remember, I, I just said that kind of quickly, but you know, we have the choir that's going to sing up here uh, not, not too far off. Um, and they're going to sing this direction, and we're going to have our eyes open, and we're going to be singing to you. But we're not singing to you. We're singing to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you are secondary. Oh, does that hurt a little bit? Does that, did, I, did I just hurt hearts right there? You are secondary. <laughs> but no, when we sing, we sing to God. That's what we do. We sing to God, and I think you all would understand uh, where I'm, what I'm saying there. <clears throat> the music ministry community of Baptist Church has a long history of Christ-honoring music. And while we tip our hats to the victories won uh, for Christ through this ministry in the past, we recognize that there is much to be done to move forward for the glory of God. So here we go. In 2021, our goals for the CBC music team include restart choir. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm excited. 
The adult choir is the heartbeat of the music team within the church body as they serve to lead the congregation in worship during congregational singing. They also bring a unique opportunity to turn the attendees' heart toward God with an offering of music that requires much preparation. COVID-19 has had a dramatic effect on our choir team in 2020, uh, maybe more than any other in-reach uh, ministry of the church, uh, as they literally have not met since uh, since COVID began. Uh, but as we come out of the ashes of the worldwide pandemic, we look forward to bringing the choir back. So we're excited about restarting choir. Uh, creating a rehearsal atmosphere that follows all COVID-19 precautions, uh, and that's important, and I understand that. Uh, improve vocal production and balance of parts through training sessions. That's a little music geeky. Okay, I understand that, but it's part of it. Uh, learn 20 new choir specials this year. Implement 15 new, new choruses and hymns. These are just, you know, physical things that I'm looking forward toward, uh, to this year. And, and add, add woodwinds and brass uh, and strings to restart our church orchestra altogether. Uh, add two new orchestra members. There's, there, you're out there. I know you are. I, I've heard some of you say that you play instruments, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> it's no, it'll be good. And, and um, you know, we're, that's our that's my prayer this year is that we that we would add two new, not just returning, but even new uh, orchestra members this year. Uh, make September. Where's my accompanists? Make September accompanist appreciation month. Right. When, when I was in college. The piano players had the hardest time because they had to play for their own recitals and they had to play for every other single person's recital that, that was that was performing anything at all. <laughs> but accompanists do a lot of work and they go through a, a huge amount of repertoire, a huge amount of, of, of music. Uh, the role of a pianist on a church music team is vital. Much acknowledgement is given to this high stress role. It is uh, of each person that sits at the keys. Our church is very blessed with our piano accompanist team, and we do not take this blessing for granted. We want to honor them in the month of September. It's coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, continue to implement uh, some of the technology that we're working on uh, as far as planning and, and preparation tools uh, for, for, uh, for music and our services. Continue to support and encourage Matt and our AV team. Amen. Uh, with eight, without them, they would not. We would not be hearing anything, okay, uh, or or uh, seeing anything. They do the lights up there and the live stream. There's a lot of work that that, that goes into what happens up top there. Research and plan to purchase uh, a new projector. I don't know that that's this year, but it's something that is in our thoughts. Uh, so these are just thoughts that are that are on my page here. Uh, add three new special music ensembles. These are just different groups that I'm trying to. I'm thinking about trying to get together and, and get get off the ground here. Um, incorporate instrumental offertories. Uh, we've had a little bit of that, and we want to continue to develop that area. Uh, host five major music music outreach events, and these are things that our church is doing, but music plays a vital role in, like this, the uh, missions revivals, uh, like Easter, uh, like Christmas, and, and these types of things. So these are things that will be coming, in, and, uh, and music will play a large role in these things. Um, uh, host a music and AV team uh, appreciation banquet. That, again, is in September, so we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, work on our instrumental music library. Continue to improve indoor and outdoor concert setup, uh, plan, and travel sound equipment. And I know our guys up top have already worked a lot on, in that area. Um, keeping, keep all equipment in good working condition. There's equipment that, that needs to be uh, worked on, not worked on necessarily right now, but, you know, these are things that we need to maintain and think about. Uh, and then begin uh, to, to just continue to work 
in these areas. Uh, I would say this in the end. Okay, so that's the end. Uh, oh, you know what? Did we ever get that, Matt? Oh, awesome. We're going to get our little recap of something that happened in October, uh, and it's just a short little video clip. But I want you, to, want you to see this, and just a little reminder and a little encouragement for next Sunday, 4.30, uh, open, choir open house. All right. Someday, maybe we'll let you come to a rehearsal. If you're not in choir and, 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 and that's not your, your thing, someday you, you have to, though. Just come to rehearsal and, and stand right here. And I'm, I've not done it yet. I'm excited about doing it for the first time and standing right here when our choir is right here and they're singing. Uh, I'm excited about But I think that right here is probably the best seat in the house, stand spot in the house uh, to, to, to listen to that happen. And I'm excited about that. I would say this, though, to finish. Uh, this evening. In the end, uh, I think all of these ministries that we've been talking about are related to the inreach and the outreach of our church. Years ago, uh, when I was living in Maryland, I had a visitor come to, to our church one day and say this. They said, I like this church because everything my church talked about doing, this church actually does. Isn't that interesting? Uh, and, and, you know, so, so we are moving forward in 2021, and, and we want to be a church of action for Jesus Christ this year, and we're, we're excited about that, um, and, and a lot of things going on. And I'll say this again, outreach is a matter of us as the church bringing the word of God and the souls of men together. together. God did not command the world to come to the church. He commanded the church to go to the world. And then, what? Listen to this. If we want them to come, there has to be something to come to. There have to be, uh, there have been so many here that have worked tirelessly to help people, to help people here at CBC and in our community. In 2021, all ministry will be focused on helping people find Jesus. He loves us, He wants to help us, and we need to let Him help us, and in turn, help others because of Him in our lives.